Welcome to Educate This. My name is Nate Hammond and this is the podcast for educators, teachers, coaches, mentors, trainers, guides and well, students, which should be all of us. We learn to teach and we teach to learn. Educate This is thankful to be sponsored by training provider and TAE experts, Qualify Now. Check them out at qualifynow.com.au for all of your TAE questions and needs. All right, let's level up. Okay, where were we? What I know is that there is no great secret to life. It is pretty obvious, I think. We are here to progress and we do that through learning, learning through study and experience. But what if we find learning difficult? Or what if we simply want to boost our ability to learn, especially about the things that we feel are important but have no love for? What if you are, as an educator, trying to help someone who struggles with learning? What can we do for them? Here are three steps for supercharging your learning ability. Step one, passionize. No, it is not an accepted word according to Microsoft Word. I've got the nice wavy red underline staring at me. And while I thought I had done a Shakespeare and created a word that generations later might be attributed to me, I see with a quick search that somebody else... A notable consultant called Armors Moncure has also used it. Now, I'm not sure if I got in first as I first used it years ago, but someone else may have uttered it many, many moons ago, perhaps, maybe even before I was born. Who knows? Do we care? What do I mean by it? That is the point. Learning is always easier when we have a passion for a subject that we are studying. So, what if we don't have a passion for the subject but find it necessary or compulsory? How can we become willingly fervent? Can we passionize it? Can we inject passion into it? Can we get excited by what we have little interest in? I believe so. But how? Here are two ways. Passionizing part A. Attitude adjustment. Okay, yes, the brilliant Zig Ziglar paraphrase quote, which is now cliche, you know, the one about attitude determining altitude. It is growling and trying to break the cage that I am keeping it in. It's there because I fear sounding like a cookie cutter coach, but hard truth, tough, loving truth. Sometimes we need to open the toolbox. We need to get out the mental spanner and give ourselves an attitude adjustment. I'll find a better quote for the end of this section. Positive perspective is needed. It is easier said than done. Yeah? Yes. But within every broad subject, there are elements that we can latch onto that are more aligned with our tastes. Start there. And often everything else will sneak its way in. It's the old trick of hiding veggies in the burger patties or crushing up your dog's tablet and mixing it into her food. Maybe you have to study, let's say, biology. You have a distaste for it. But you do like working out, pumping iron. You want bigger legs. Start with checking out what makes up the hamstring group. Wait, hamstring isn't a muscle? Nope. It's just a term given for a group of muscles working in harmony to help you jump and sprint and stuff. There are three muscles in the group. Really? Hmm. Interesting. So focus on what you like or are keen to know about first and let everything else pertinent attach itself to your brain organically. Another trick to attitude adjustment is to consider ways that the subject will help contribute to your future. Career, income, dateability, smart is attractive. I found a quote. The greatest day in your life and mine is when we take total responsibility for our attitudes. That is the day we truly grow up. John C. Maxwell. Passionizing part B, 
be creative. If book to brain is not working for you, consider other ways to get excited about what you are needing to learn. Find someone who is already passionate about the subject and have a sit down with them or a stand up or a walk together, whatever. Get with a subject specific mentor. If you can't find one in person, I guarantee you can find one presenting a YouTube channel or hosting a podcast. Cast yourself back to kindergarten and primary school. How did you learn as a kid? pictures, charts, songs, activities, games, mnemonic devices. Adults can use these same methods. Why did we stop using those methods? We've all got smartphones with recording apps. Sing a little ditty about the order of the planets or whatever it is that you're learning and listen back to it on repeat while driving. Creativity is not just about art. Creativity is about divergent thinking, looking for avenues, new pathways to solutions. Something that has been discovered in scientific studies is that our creativity levels and our mood are connected. So if we step back to part A of passionizing, where we talked about attitude adjustment, we can see how one thing leads to another. Positive energy can help boost our creative abilities and our creative thinking can help us to figure out better ways to explore subjects we may not have a natural love for. Einstein said, quote, Creativity is intelligence having fun. Step two, apply. Step two and three can be flipped, but I'll run with apply first. It is said that knowledge is power, but we know that it is actually the application of knowledge that is true power. For starters, it's a powerful way to retain learning. You can't become a good driver by reading books on driving. Michael Jordan didn't become the GOAT, or if you want to have that argument, one of the greatest of all time by reading an encyclopedia entry on basketball. Quick note, for those born after early 90s, an encyclopedia was basically a hard copy of Google. Application of knowledge brings about competency, ability, understanding, and it should be something that is used very quickly after learning. If you don't have the opportunity to apply newfound knowledge early, imagine its application. I love going to a weekly trivia night with my wife and a couple of friends. When I hear an interesting fact, I'll often imagine being asked a question around that fact. Author Frank Herbert said, one learns from books an example only that certain things can be done. Actual learning requires that you do those things. And step three, teach. We can teach to learn by learning to teach and vice versa. I honestly believe that this is a super pill. Teach those around you. If you don't have anyone to speak to, speak to the mirror, video yourself. If you like it, use it. YouTube, for example, start a, a channel. Start a notebook as if you're taking notes for a future textbook. Start a blog or a podcast or a blog and a podcast. I started this podcast not just to share what I have picked up over the years, but what I hope to pick up in the years to come. Of course, if the subject really starts to lock in and you find a passion for teaching it, consider getting a TAE if you're in Australia or another teaching qualification. Teaching is not just great for enabling repetition, making rote learning more fun, but it can domino and improve the lives of others, not just your own. I love hearing stories of my students now working in the fitness industry using some of the methods that I taught them. I had one trainer come up to me the other day who wasn't an ex-student of mine, telling me about a method that she was using that had been passed on to her by one of my students. So damned rad, I love it. The great philosopher Seneca said, while we teach, we learn. 
Science fiction author Robert Hanlon took it another step by saying, when one teaches, two learn. So there you go. Three steps to supercharging your learning abilities. Passionize, apply, teach. Thank you for being with me today, you beautiful creatures. My name is Nate Hammond. This is Educate This, and we are proudly sponsored by the super excellent TAE providers Qualify Now. That's who I went through for my qualifications. And if you're looking for more than a tick and flick, but rather high-end, trainer-supported learning, Qualify Now are the go-to. Check out qualifynow.com.au. Let's talk again soon.